WXVU and the Caritas Commitment. This is Think Negative. I'm Jack. And I'm Chrissy. And here we are, Jack. We made it through Halloween. Yes. Did you have a good Halloween? It was great. Tent or treat was fantastic. Tent or treat. We had 56 tents out there. Um, we made it up as we went along with planning Halloween, but it worked out well. Hollow weekend. Hollow weekend. Yeah. So we had a great hollow weekend on campus. So proud of all of our students. Once again, Jack, another week I'm saying I'm proud of our students. Yeah, so. we're building a streak at this point. We're yes. starting to be. Yes, and just a few weeks left of the semester, and everybody's going to take a collective sigh after finals, take a little break, mm-hmm. and then we'll figure out what we're doing. A long break. Yeah, a long break is right, right. So today we have, we, you know, we've talked about, so our Think Negative podcast, I always do this, talks about positivity, though. We mm-hmm. talk about some positive aspects, and in many ways we've talked about, you know, our athletics, we've talked about sustainability, we've talked about our, one of my favorites, Jack, was the contact tracing. Yes. I learned so much. Oh, yeah. I learned so much. Had no idea. But today we have our academic side of the university here, which is why we're here. Yeah. Uh, so our provost, Provost Pat Majitti, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you both for having me. I appreciate it. I'm Think Negative, the <laughs> COVID-related podcast for Villanova University. So um, I'm going to call you Pat here. Jack, the student, can call you Provost Majidi. You can also call me Pat. Okay, right. We're we're informal. Mm -hmm. We're informal in Think Negative land here. But, uh, Pat, explain your role here on campus as Provost and maybe a little bit about how COVID has changed what you normally do. Okay, I'm happy to do that. First, I would echo everything you said, how great our students have done uh, this past semester has just been so validating. I mean, not surprising, to be honest with you, because our students are so terrific, but uh, it has just been uh, something that I really feel very proud of. I know. It makes me a little emotional sometimes. Yeah, it does. It gives you chills sometimes. It's pretty interesting. But uh, so as provost, I I have the honor of uh, overseeing the academic enterprise of the university. Um, So everything, all the six colleges uh, fall under the provost organization, the library, the career center, all the student support services, uh, the learning center, the math center, the writing center, CASA, tutoring, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and admissions. So all the admissions things and enrollment management, I should say, financial aid, admissions, and uh, the registrar's office. So anything having to do with the academic enterprise. Um, I serve as number two to Father Peter, so sometimes I'm called to fill in for him and when he's doing his many travels and representing Villanova out on the road. Um so it's a, it, it is a big part of what the university does. So it's, yeah. I'm, I'm very, again, honored to, uh, to serve in the role, especially at a place where, you know, academics is so highly valued and our students are, really are terrific. Um, there has been so much that has changed because of COVID. And even as you're going through all those job pieces of your responsibility, you know, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I didn't think about that aspect that has been affected, like the registrar's office and all the student support services. So, so I'm, uh, I'm answering a little bit with you here. But. No, I mean, you're exactly right, though. Our, our, our faculty and staff, I mean, as much as I said about our students, I'd have to say the same thing about our faculty and staff. They have just pulled together and, and thrown their hat in in a way that uh, just really is special it's 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 so impressive, and I could not be more grateful for the work they've done. 
I mean, there are some people on this campus who have worked just tirelessly, hours and hours, in a lot of different areas, not just in academics, but, you know, I think about, for example, the registrar's office, who had to reassign classrooms based on the uh, social distancing uh, guidelines that we had to live by. So where we had classrooms before that had 30 students in them, we're only allowed to have 10 students now. And it, I mean, I, it really was a Herculean effort to try to figure out and, and solve it, you know, what is basically a logistical Rubik's Cube. You know, where can classes go? Which ones are going to be online? We've also commandeered, as many would know, we commandeered a lot of spaces on campus to serve as classrooms. So they all had to be classrooms, right? So they had to be built into the system. The calendar was changing. That's a registrar function, and some faculty had accommodations, so they can't teach in person. I mean, it it has been that team. I would say uh, has has really worked. Uh, double, triple, and more time right. uh, in order to achieve what uh, needed to be done to have a successful semester. Um, but the other other areas as well, um, really beginning in the spring, especially the student support services, um, they really had to look at how they did things. Now, we, ha- we obviously use the virtual world for some things in the past, but they built out complete operations of a, uni- of a major university in a virtual environment, almost virtually, <laughs> overnight. I mean, it was um, it was it was just a, an amazing an amazing amount of effort and dedication, and and you really found out something. Again, when you know things uh, about people, and you know that you have we have amazing staff and faculty here, but you really find out about people when the chips are down. Right. Like it's easy to be a good person when right. things are Everything's, going great, but as soon right. as the it, things aren't going so great, that's when you. You really get to the crux, and we have people that just love Villanova and are so dedicated to it, and are impassioned about about educating the students and, and providing them opportunities to grow. So, so you know, all of those areas, the library, and then of course, you know, uh, the library, all the student support services, the staff, but but the faculty as well. I mean, the faculty threw in you know enormous amounts of effort. Uh, in order to get us through the spring, but then really, really thought innovatively about how the fall could could be as excellent as possible. And mm-hmm. in some cases, you know, I think I would say it's for the faculty, but also for the staff side, is we learned a lot about how technology can 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 maybe propel us forward in the future and how we might be able to do some things even better. I mean, in the classroom, you know, we, we hear great stories of our faculty talking about innovative ways they've increased participation, you know, better breakout groups, even as something as so simple as bringing in guest speakers. Right. You know that before you would you'd you'd never ask a big time guest speaker to just uh, to call in. Right. And now it's become you're it, it's accepted, and because of that, it's just provided so much more access. So, I mean, it's not all negative. I guess I would say right. you know what what has happened uh, uh, in terms of the uh, what we're going through right now. In fact, uh, it's probably advanced us and pushed some of us. I know myself, it's pushed me further into understanding how technology can be, can be useful. Yeah, good. Yeah, to build on that, as we're starting to look forward to registration, I think starting next week, um, this has obviously been a semester with a whole lot of different formats for, I mean, I have classes with people. <coughs> nice. Um, <laughs> pardon me. Um, uh, I mean, I have classes where they're an 8 a.m. class, and I have classmates in California getting up at 5 a.m. 
and then I have my freshman leadership seminar where we're all in a giant lounge spread out looking at each other and, you know, we've had one Zoom class and we finally got to see each other's faces. So looking forward to sort of those ends of the spectrum, what's what do you think the distribution is going to be of in-person, hybrid, online classes in the spring? That's great. That's, that's the $64,000 question right now. Um, <laughs> you know, as I mentioned before, we, we required, we needed a certain number of classes to be online because of the social distancing guidelines. Right, this, and the spaces, we just didn't have enough. Yeah, we, we had no slop in the classroom uh, uh, organizational structure. So we really did have to do that uh, in order to function at all. Uh, but in addition, you know, we had faculty who really who also have very serious um, complications or reasons for, for getting accommodations and can't teach in person. So we obviously have dealt with those this semester and we're looking now towards next semester. Uh, I think most of our, our people that would be listening would know that about 50% of our classes end up being online, just over 50% this current semester. And you know, we've talked, to the, we've talked to the faculty and we've talked about having more hybrid classes for those that maybe have childcare issues or elder care issues. I mean, it's not just health issues that have caused a difficulty for, for folks. Uh, and so I'm very confident uh, that next semester we will have fewer fully online classes, which, is, again, I to, uh, commend our faculty on thinking about how they can sort it out in their own lives in order to get here to campus. Because I think that we would all agree, faculty included, that we, we want to be in person. I mean, we're a community that's built on interpersonal relationships and socializing with one another. And so it's a, it, it is a... It's a, it's a very foundational part of our Augustinian community. And so that's why faculty are here. That's why staff are here. That's why students are here. So right. while we're providing what I think is a, is a great education right now, and certainly students are getting their credits and they're getting accredited uh, degrees, et cetera, uh, I think we would all want to be together in community the way Villanova is meant to be. And so... Um, I'm happy that there's going to be fewer online courses next semester, but I also, you know, know that there's going to be a lot of online courses next semester, and it's going to be a little bit of time until we're we are all back together again. What are you hearing from the faculty though that are on campus? Like anecdotally, I've passed a few on, it's on been, campus. It's been so interesting. So I've talked to numbers of faculty, some of whom have been here 40 years, and they have shared to a person how engaged. The students are and how grateful they seem to be here and how they are um, just really in, in, involved in the classroom in a way that has been so neat. I mean, some of the faculty, the faculty have said to me, like, I, I am loving this semester and I love my students so much. The, 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 the conversations are amazing. And for those that are online, like they're seeing, you know, so not everybody participates in the same way. So now that you have this virtual environment and maybe you're typing things in, students that wouldn't otherwise be drawn out to talk are participating. And so it's been very, very interesting the extent to which there seems to be a belief that the students are more engaged, really grateful, really into the classes, and, and that there's a, a general sense of, of, of gratitude and appreciation for, for being here in, in whatever format that, that looks like. So the, the, the faculty of I think it was an eye-opener for all of us that uh, 
that it could be this good in terms of how the students are, are, are approaching things. Yeah. 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 I'm seeing that outside the classroom. Are you? You uh-huh. know, that just the gratitude for the programming or being with them. Do you, you know. see it from the student side, Jack? Do you yeah. feel that way? I mean, does that resonate? I mean, I think, I think spending six months at home mm-hmm. forces, you know, I forced all of us to say and realize how lucky we are to be here and how, you know, you know, even in the dead of winter, right? Like on a day like a couple of days ago when it's freezing cold, it's still such a joy to walk around campus and not be cooped up, right? Right. And so you couple that with, you know, getting to see people in person or on Zoom and getting to, you know, have this sense of normalcy in such a weird time and actually work on yourself and have this sense of going back to how things were almost a year ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think there's a lot of gratitude and a lot of, I think we came into the semester with a lot of skepticism and all of those sorts of concerns have been put to rest. Mm -hmm. Um, I was going to ask, I I guess not to interrupt, sorry to interrupt you, but you know, I know in like, War, they talk about like a foxhole mentality, you know, how, and I wonder if there is an aspect of like faculty, staff, students, we're kind of all in this together, together, you know, and and, you know, it's that we have the common enemy, you know, and and that we're uh, we're, we're doing the best we can. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I I was, I'll I'll let you, uh, I know you have a question there, but I was thinking too that um, we had the student body president and vice president, Caroline and Amanda, yes, the last week mm-hmm. on Think Negative. And they had a similar response that they just are so thankful to be here. And they know like this marathon that we, we were saying, you know, every mile marker seems yeah. like a marathon. But um, we just feel that that common community feeling of gratitude, which is really uplifting right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talk that to extends to parents too, by the way. Like mm-hmm. when I talk to parents, I cannot tell you how many of them have thanked me and have said how they believe Villanova seems to be doing so well. And a lot, some of these parents are ones that have students at other schools, at other schools. And so it's even relative to others. So we're, we, we look, we're not perfect, obviously. Right. And this is not a perfect situation, but, uh, we are trying our best, and, and everyone everyone is trying their best. Right. So we talked a little bit at the beginning about Tenter Tree, and um, one of the things I've heard a lot about those sorts of community-first programs has been we should continue these in a normal year because they're so uh, they're such great community events that you know hopefully they'll become traditions even when we don't have to be wearing masks. And so these things that are sort of coming out of a pandemic but could carry forward. What are those sorts of things from an academic standpoint? Well, it, it's such a great comment that you're making, Jack, because that is was what I was sort of saying before on the academic side of the house. But I think these student life experience type things, I mean, they absolutely, I mean, we've, we have learned stuff. It's like, as I was saying, there's some positive learnings that have occurred through this Um for us, I think it, it does have a lot to do with the, the power of the virtual environment. And so whether that be in class sessions, how you set up conversations, um, the guest speakers are, uh, they're brilliant. I mean, because it's not only, you know, we had a guest speaker in the business school that uh, I think five or 600 students attended. I mean, I was dean of the business school six over six years ago now, and we were trying back then to get this person 
to come and never could land this person. Now, because of the uh, of the ability to do it virtually, we had this person to talk to 600 students, and it uh, it really provides a great opportunity. And it can't be understated the extent to which an executive like that um, has become comfortable. You know, it's not just Villanova getting more comfortable with technology. It's like the world is. So so those are, those are sort of the low-hanging fruit, the technology to be used for guest speakers, to be used for classroom discussion, and even, you know, things like the flipped classroom, which is, you know, you sort of do the watch a lecture and then go into the classroom to do the homework is a sort of simple simplest characterization of that. <clears throat> we've we've experimented with that and have had that in different areas over the years, and it was maybe slowly catching on in some areas where it's effective, but this, is, this has accelerated the pace of positive change in that regard. And so those are some of the, some of the things that I see moving forward. And, and, you know, again, it's not to be understated the extent to which we have, I think I read somewhere that there's an estimate that we've all increased our uh, technological capabilities by like three to five years, you know, have, have, have accelerated that, those learnings. I know in my office, so that's on the classroom side, but, you know, this job requires countless meetings at times. And uh, the efficiency, I mean, not every topic, we, as much as I said earlier, we like getting together, not every topic des- deserves an in-person meeting, but other topics deserve a meeting right now, and you can't get people together. So there's, right. there's just terrific opportunities, and the fact that this now has been so somewhat normalized to get together on Zoom or what have you is going to be is going to pay uh, uh, benefit and, and dividends in the future, I think. And what about with the faculty, just in faculty leadership? Now, Pat, I know like a major part of your job is working with our faculty congress or. The, the faculty who are in leadership roles and advancing faculty causes, like how have how has that been affected? You know, I, I would assume you're communicating with them more often and getting more feedback and having m- more of a relationship that kind of had to happen. You know, do do you feel that way? Well, yeah, I think I think that's a great question because again, you know, sometimes um, you know the faculty and the administration are not fully on the same page. You know, but. Uh, but, but again, you know, we sort of have this common foe, and that's, I think, made us closer, although, you know, our faculty leadership has been just so collaborative, and uh, just, just, and I'd say our faculty, the faculty leadership and faculty at large have been, uh, have shown their, um, the belief, their belief in this community. I mean, again, it's no secret that we faced a lot of potential, and, and we did face some financial challenges, um, and we were on the precipice of, of looking at uh, furloughing some of our staff, and we 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 did some made some changes in terms of what the retirement plans are for for faculty and staff, and uh, holding holding salaries. And I, you know, we have eight hundred full time faculty. I literally heard not one complaint uh, uh, from them in terms of those measures that we took in order to save staff members' jobs. So. Um, it's been good. So it's, you know, and just yesterday, you know, I, I had to make a quick call to one of the faculty leaders just to, to, to run something by them. So we've been able to Zoom here again. It's tough to get people together sometimes in person, but there have been several occasions this past semester, actually since the, since the spring, where I've sent an email and said, can you, the four of you faculty leaders meet today? Yeah, and then within the two, you know, within two hours, we're, we're on a Zoom call. Yeah. So it's been, it, that has been 
communications in some regards have been fostered by right zoom yeah that's a, like you know think negative is we're kind of pulling out a lot of positive yes, this semester i think we should look are. back you know and pull out all the positives yeah yeah well provost thank you so much for joining us this week well it's, I, I appreciate it thank you for the work that you're doing jack yes. chrissy thank you uh for having me as always but uh no i think this is great to uh the more it's it sometimes we desire communicating with uh, everyone in our community more than we can physically even do it. Right. So anything like this in which we can share information is uh, is valuable, and I very much appreciate uh, the time and energy you're putting into this, Jack. Of course. And I hate to bring up this subject as the last one, but we're going to have to have Provost Majidi back in a few months, maybe, to discuss. I'm sorry, Jack. Commencement. So I, we'll, I can't even imagine what that is. <laughs> so I'm keeping Jack an optimistic senior. viewpoint. I know, but Jack is a senior, and we don't like to talk about commencement too early with seniors. But uh, we, I have the opportunity to work with the provost's office on commencement, so we'll have some things to talk about and educate and uh, get feedback, too, about what commencement 2021 will look like, but also on how we're recognizing commencement, the class of 2020. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, we, we did a nice job, I think, right, Pat? We did an amazing, again, you know, yeah. the virtual graduation was, was really, really well received. But, but, you know, Chrissy, as the person that runs graduation, uh, I know I speak for you, but also for Father Peter and myself, it is, I, I think out of everything that happened in the spring, missing the opportunity to celebrate our, our graduates was the, the thing that, you know, was most sort of heartbreaking and Correct. disappointing because it's such a terrific day. So rest assured, I know Chrissy is working uh, morning, noon, and night, and Father Peter and I agree that we will do whatever we can to yeah. try to have a, a commencement in the spring. Yeah. So. Say a prayer. Yes. yes. Say many prayers, actually. Yes. There's no reason to be stingy <laughs> with those prayers. <laughs> well, thanks again, Pat, yes. for being here. Thank you. And before we think about that, I guess we should probably think about registration. <laughs> Yeah, right, right, we got that. <laughs> um, but I think that'll do it for this week on Think Negative. Remember to keep your Vs up, your masks on, and we'll see you next week.